Welcome back, everyone, to the Her to UK podcast, uh, which is going to be the wrap up podcast for a less than successful season. Um, keen listeners will probably be aware we've just been relegated, uh, and uh, the uh, we don't have too many positives to dwell on, but we'll see what we can uh, um, dig out in the next uh, three quarters of an hour to an hour, hopefully. Uh, I've got with me tonight Mike, the uh, voice of the Mersey, voice from the Mersey. What do you call yourself, Mike? I can't remember now. <laughs> Same. I, I can't yeah. remember either. I need to do a new blog, don't I? And uh, <laughs> look, look back and remember what I called myself. Yeah. The lesser heard voice of the Mersey. <laughs> and uh, I've got Alex, who is president of uh, the Hertha Unser fan club in Berlin, a good friend of Hertha UK. A uh, very good English speaker, thankfully. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, pro- probably better yeah. than me. And a, uh, and also uh, a journalist by trade who's uh, often across the Herta news as it happens. So uh, we're really pleased you could join us, Alex, and uh, give you a contribution. So I'll just give everyone a quick recap. Uh, we had last summer, we just escaped relegation with Felix Magath and Mark Fodringham. We then appointed a new manager, a new coach, uh, Stefan Schwartz. Um, we played OK up until Christmas uh, and we were feeling all right, although we didn't win that many. Um, but we never really got out of the threat of relegation, um, despite uh, looking decent at times. We had the World Cup and just before we broke for the World Cup, uh, we had quite a lot of optimism. We just won. We'd had um, a Results have picked up slightly. Uh, when we came back after the World Cup, uh, I think it was false hope. Uh, I don't know what went on in the uh, the tour that Herta went on to the US, but when they came back, they didn't certainly didn't look like the team that that we'd left just before the winter pause. So uh, Freddie Bobic was fired soon after the res- games resumed. Uh, and then um, by February, people were really questioning the appointment of uh, Stefan Schwartz. Uh, despite this, he held on to his job. Mar- March, things uh, didn't really pick up at all. In fact, arguably, they were worse. And then in April, they finally um, decided to uh, fire Schwartz. And uh, the uh, uh, <laughs> same procedure as every year. Dardai came in to uh, try and save us. But unfortunately, this time, uh, Herta's luck had run out over uh, a number of seasons where we flirted with the relegation at the bottom of the Bundesliga. And uh, we uh, face Bundesliga 2. So that was matters on the field. (laughs) Behind the scenes, we had player unrest. We had uh, money trouble. We had uh, uh, staffing problems we had legal issues uh, to the point where it's not wholly clear wh- which division we might be in next season if we don't get our license uh, and we've heard today that Dardai is staying for next season I haven't had any confirmation Alex might know a little bit more about that um, yeah, confirmed yeah. confirmed great and uh, yeah so where do we go from here like so um i'll start with alex firstly welcome and uh, uh how did you d- 
did you expect us to be relegated this season? No, actually not really. Not in the beginning, because I thought after um, we made it by the very last minute uh, last season, um, that this would be kind of a new start. Um, but when the season started and we had this, um, we lost the first match at Union, fully deserved. And then we played Frankfurt, was the first match at home. Um, we scored 1-0 and then we could have won. We just made a tie. And there were some other games. Um, we were quite looking good, but then didn't manage to win. So it felt like, oh, there are some points missing already. But um, I still had the feeling till the World Cup started that the team was able to develop somehow and that there was a team and everyone said so. So especially um, Sandro Schwarz, I think he's a good coach and he was he was doing okay. Maybe he has a bit of a lack of, um, yeah, I don't know how to say, you know, some special personality. I mean, he's a, he's a good guy, I think. I think the players got on with him well. But maybe he's lacking of um, yeah some special spirit or yeah I whatever. I wondered about that whether he had the, some of the results that you mentioned or alluded to that we never had that killer instinct that we were never gonna like when when we were winning we were never gonna kill the game off yeah and the, the, yeah. If, yeah. if they'd have if they'd have blown the whistle after seventy minutes we'd have probably been top of the league yeah. you know yeah yeah in the, in, in the early days of yeah but. I, I I talked to an ex player um Bigalke you might remember him well he's he uh, he he retired um two years ago he was playing last um he was playing for Unterhaching they are now um trying to get in the third division, playing Energie Cottbus. And he's now in, um, working as an expert for Dazun. And he said that his, he thinks that especially our defense was not really, um, yeah, tough enough for the, for the Bundesliga. And they were always, um, uh, you know, changing the the people playing in the defense and we never had a really stable defense and of course we have well some good offensive players but Luka Bakio he's he's a good forward he's a good 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 offensive player but special character too and then we have Nankam uh, a young player really but he came I think he 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 was injured the beginning of the season then he came back and you know if you're he was injured i think last year when when he was in the second division um he had this uh kreuzband i don't know the english expression a really bad knee injury which um threw him out for six months and then you usually you take a long time to recover and then uh, in the before the season started he had another knee injury so yeah it was a difficult situation, but the team wasn't really fit enough to play more or to achieve more than just fighting relegation. Yeah. But um, um, 
beside this, of course, the whole situation in the club, the financial situation especially, was also, you know, and it was with Freddie Bobic. Um, I think when, when he got fired, I was totally... I didn't expect it. Do you remember, Mark? We we've been to the to the gold either. Yeah. And he said, "Hey, Bobic is fired." And I thought you. I thought it was a joke. I couldn't believe it. And it was after the um, Union game, and I really, I thought maybe Schwartz would have gone, but Freddie Bobic. I mean, I don't know. But this was clear. There was something behind the scenes. Also, you know, it was, and if such trouble is uh, taking place in a club in a situation like that it is really really hard to believe um that the team can achieve something yeah better than, yeah it, it would have been a great luck if we would have won you know always thought maybe but the other teams were um, schalke especially you know schalke after the first uh, half of the uh, till the end of the, the first season schalke was already gone and then they bought some good players and they had a really good team um i think then then the second uh, round they had the, uh, where place eight and and the bochum was also really good and and then they know how to um play against a relegation but hertha yeah it's, it's hard i mean we we are we have deserved to 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 go down Yeah. Hard to say, but and now I hope that we can at least start uh, in the second Bundesliga next next season, and this will be tough enough um, to get the license. Uh, they have this, uh, yeah, they have to, to get some money. You know, this there's one one um, they have to they used to have to pay back forty uh, million euros by the end of the year, and. Uh, They have no chance to do it, and now they have to. I don't know if you had read it in the English um, news, or maybe the German news, that they are now trying to um, ask the people who gave the money to um, to wait another two years. So yeah. of course they they have to pay more um, interest rates, um, and it's going to be even more expensive. So it's just you know it's uh, <laughs> like praying. <laughs> we will do better in the future and it's we it's 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 a really tough situation and i i remember there were many many tough situations in in, in my lifetime with hertha but uh, never been tough like this this is really strange but on the other hand which was really astonishing is um that we have a we had so many spectators like this is a new record which of course is because um It was really a t tight race somehow, and um, yeah. But it's a good sign. It's a good sign that the people still, you know, yeah, have something. Um, they have tight, um, yeah, strong relationship with Hatta. I think and people. Sorry, I think people like it. either a relegation, <laughs> a relegation fight, or a, a fight at the top of the league, and. You, Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. we're only going to get one of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, yeah. we need the fans there next season as well in that second tier, yes. or worse yeah. if, if if it had to be. Yeah. Yeah. They, they will, they will be there. Sorry, just um, because I remember, you know, the last uh, time we were in the second division, uh, we had an average 
attendance of I think more than forty thousand in the second mm. division. And I, I was at two games, one against Dresden, where there was about fifty-five thousand, and and the Union yeah. game on a Monday yeah. night, which was sold out. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, Dresden didn't uh, promote. I would love mm. to. But anyway, they are really good names in the second division. So uh, tonight is uh, the relegation between mm. Hamburg and Stuttgart. Stuttgart so yeah. either if Hamburg or Stuttgart goes down, and then we have Schalke, we have Kaiserslautern and Hannover, and yeah, really mm. good teams. Rostock. Yeah. Big, big, big teams as well for big previously. Teams, yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. So, but well, now we have to wait till 21st of June <laughs> if we have the license, and this will yeah. be moved. And probably, I don't know, if we have a team who can um, play in the top top flight of the yeah. second because, but anyway, first get the license and then maybe we need some more years, but okay, yeah. that's the way it is. That's, huh? a, that's a good point on that. I guess our recruitment kind of relies on that because we can't really go out and sign players. In case it goes wrong and we end up in yeah. the in the Nordost regional league, then you're not yeah. going to sign anyone for that. So there's there's not going to be many players who'd want to sign for a team who don't know which league they're playing in. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. no. And the season starts by the end of July. Yeah, so, oh, yeah. so it's really uh, it's not so, much time. But yeah. pff, well, so when when people talk about the hurt away. Is this the hurt away? As, I, as it's never been. I've, so I've been following, as, as Alex will know, that I've been following this team for nearly 30 years. And the, every season, it is just chaos. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> but yes. this, this, it must be in the genes. It must be in yeah. the genes. Yeah? If, if you read about the history, even, even back when they were really successful in the 19... 20s and the beginning of the 30s when they the only two uh, championships they achieved it was also like chaos you know when they i mean they usually the club was called bfc hertha 1892 and then they they had this they, had, they didn't have a ground they didn't have a ground so they uh, were united with the bsc and then they called since that it was 1923 actually 100 years ago um they started under the name hertha bsc and then after, I think, four years, they had trouble within these two clubs. And then they split or um, again and Hertha kept the name. And then they had this ground. So and there was always trouble. And I don't know. It's I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. What's, what's going on, you know? I don't know. From I mean, outside, it's, it's, it's entertaining. It looks like, looks like yeah. such a big club from outside, doesn't it? If it from... For us, like I've been following them for 11 years now, so I know enough of, of what Hertha is. But from for anyone who travels in and sees the stadium, it's a capital city club, and the team is known, but it it, it is. It's chaotic. It's In all my time, I've, initially we were a yo-yo side, and there was a bit of mid to upper table um kind of steady performance and then we're back down to where we were and now back in the second yeah. tier. Yeah. It, it, it's strange because I always feel almost anywhere else, yeah. a team in a capital city with a stadium, I know it's not their own, but, but they've played there for a long time. 
the capital city teams usually dominate the leagues. You've got your Milan's, your Ajax, um, Madrid's. It, it's crazy that in Germany it's not the case, but I guess yeah. Germany's history probably dictates a bit of that, just where West well, Berlin hate, and Hertha was to, based. That's an explanation. That, 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 that's an explanation. But also in Germany is um it's it's not a not no like Germany is today it's it's a federal republic and um the German states like Bavaria or um North Rhine-Westphalia is not very old, but you know, all these um regions in Germany they were very um uh yeah, it's, it's not a centralistic um state it, berlin was a capital of prussia and it was a prussian capital but it, it's it, you know the bavaria was always a country like um of its own or also saxony and all the others so berlin is the capital but there's also munich and there's frankfurt and there's cologne mm -hmm. and hamburg and they are very um you know I think well we are big too you know what, what do you want berlin so it's it's not really comparable with madrid or rome or london and um but still people say even in germany and even in berlin say oh we are the capital we have to be mm -hmm. a capital club and we have to be like and this is one of our problems that everyone thinks, you know, oh, we have to be like this. And interesting enough, Union doesn't have a problem, mm -hmm. although they are a club from Berlin. But they are southeast, and there's somehow, you know, they they have the image of um, uh, the club from Köpenick, which is the um, they have their ground, and they have their own ground, which is a very very interesting. Yeah, it's, it's a very good thing for them. Even if when 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 Union was playing in the fourth division, which is not not too long ago, they were in a kind of a same situation like Hertha, but they had their own ground, and Hertha had their own ground till uh, the beginning of the 70s, and then they had these financial problems, and they had to sell them. They sold their ground. They had to sell it um, for good money back that back then, and um, yeah. They couldn't play there in the Bundesliga because the, the old ground was destroyed from the war. It wasn't fit enough for the Bundesliga. So they had to go to the Olympic Stadium, which was a good thing in the first years because um, so many people, uh, they had so many attendants. And back then, they didn't get money from TV or from anything else. And they were living on the people who were coming to the stadium. And because Hertha had one of the biggest stadiums in Germany, everyone thought, Oh, Hertha's going to be one of the big clubs pretty soon. <laughs> and then they were, I think, when, when they promoted in, by the end of the 60s, um, after they got relegated in 1965, not for um, because they, they were too bad, but they paid illegal, another, you know, Hertha thing, they paid illegal um, hand money too much, and um, which everyone did, every club, but Hertha... Stupid Hertha on on a, on a um, one on a, a Mitgliederversammlung. So you know when when the um, Hertha members were meeting and one one guy said it loud. Well, uh, you know we have this um, we are paying this money. What is it? What, uh, is it correct or not? Blah blah blah. So the German Football Association there um, they learned about it and then they they had to react. Everyone knew. Everyone was doing it, but they 
stupid, yeah? This is a typical harder thing. But anyway, and then they had to go down and then they uh, promoted again by the end of the 60s and they were really good. Um, I think two years, a third place behind Bayern Munich and Borussia Mönchengladbach, which were the leading teams in the 70s in Germany. But then, scandal. <laughs> the, the Bundesliga scandal, the big scandal, you know, where the paying for... Um, uh, haben Spiele verschoben. They, you know, we're playing. Um, yeah, Mark. Uh, <laughs> how how would you, how is it in English when you when you oh um, gambling against your own team? Right, right. Yeah. And it was not only Hertha. It was Schalke, and it was many teams were involved, and many players. But um, yeah, and then this was a major impact for Hertha because before that season they had a attendance about like fifty thousand plus. Next season, it was not only Hertha because it was a, it was affecting the whole Bundesliga. They had, I think, not not even twenty thousand. Wow! And um, the, the 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 Berliners or the Hertha, the people who were Hertha supporters, many of them, like for example Frank Zeitler's father was a typical example friend of ours. Um, he said, "Oh no, since that I they can't, you know." I don't care about them. And there were so many, so many people who said, oh, they were cheaters, they were cheating, and then they quit. So they had to start like from all over. Beside that, they had quite successful time in the 70s, became um, uh, second place in the Bundesliga in 1975 and reached the German Cup final twice and uh, the semifinals in UEFA, UEFA Cup in, uh, by the end of the 70s, but that was it. And then they got relegated in 1980 and then was a really tough time till uh, the end of the or mid of the, the 90s. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, you, you're only dis- of- yeah, you're just demonstrating the history just keeps repeating, you know? Yeah, just- yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because that's fascinating, though, isn't it? Because we, having that insight going back a little further, which I don't think we were going to cover today for anyone listening, that's really good to know. Um, you know, who've maybe only followed the club for a couple of years just to see you know, over the last 50, 60 years just how it's been. So I thought that was really good. Yeah. Yeah. I th- I, yeah. I, I don't know how, you know, if, if this happens once or twice it's okay but it happens all the time i don't know and that's why i say it's it's somehow with the genes and it's, yeah. it's <laughs> i mean I, I was gonna say that i, I was said I, I hate to sort of throw this in and you did mention it before about onion uh, uh doing so well mm. you know and it it's kind of hard to take because like you say they'd have the i the ident they have the name Berlin, but they don't have the identity of Berlin in their in their DNA. But they they're now they're going to that next season they're going to attract lots of people from overseas who visit Berlin to go and uh, see them because people are going to want to see top flight football if they're not if they're passive. Yeah, you know, so more more people are going to align themselves with Berlin, uh, Union Berlin now over time. I think you know this. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but but the problem for Union is, um, well, it's not not sure yet if they play the Champions League in the Alte Försterei in their own ground or if they have to change in the Olympic Stadium. They wouldn't care. I mean, Champions League will be in the Olympic Stadium will be full. 
Mm. I mean, Hertha fans will be, of course, um, probably <laughs> join the away fans. Yeah. To support mm. them. <laughs> but... Um, that's one way to get Champions League football, I suppose. Yeah, yeah well, that's it. the casuals will go as well. If, if they get, get yeah. in, end up in a group with, with a couple of good sides, AC Milan, you know, Manchester United, someone like that, yeah. they're going to yeah. get a lot of casual fans coming over. It's yes, not always yeah. easy to get to a Champions League game as well. True, true, true. true. But um, if they play the Bundesliga in the Alte Försterei, they have just, you know, they, the stadium is, um, they want to make it a bigger one. They have now, um, I think it's 22,000 attendance, which is not much. And it's yeah. always so out, of course. So there, there can't be, uh, they are, they, this is a union, um, uh, it's a union stadium. You know, the Olympic Stadium has so much uh, space that um, guests from all our tourists, um, they can easily attend a game. Yeah. And that's not possible now uh, with union. Yeah. And even when they have a stadium with thirty thousand, it's it will be tough when they still um, when they keep on um, being successful like like now. So, but why not? You know, everyone expected them to to to, to get relegated after when they promoted, and they get better and better and better. <laughs> no, they are in Champions League. Yeah. You know, Champions League. Yeah. This is a, this is. I mean, congratulations, um, well deserved. Uh, but yeah. Unexpected, totally unexpected. And uh, I suppose from our point of view, we're going to, while we're talking about stadiums, <laughs> we'll have a lot of a lot of space to sell tickets next season. And also, for that matter, when Union do use the Olympic Stadium, it doesn't actually benefit Hertha, does it, financially? No. It, only, it benefits the operators of the ground. Right. You know, so it's kind of, and uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. so it's really a, a frust, frustrating situation, really, that they get to use our ground. Do you think? Oh well, if they go a long way, we'll be receiving more money. We might be able to benefit financially, but no, no, no. <laughs> it's more of the hurt away. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll. I assume we're going to play the majority, if not all, of our games. Presumably, if we get the license we, we we stay in bundesliga 2 that we'll play the majority of the games at uh the olympia stadium because i know we did play at um i can't remember what it was called now so the friedrich jan sport park oh that's right we played, yeah. we played some uefa cup games there i yeah. remember yeah 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 no we will play um every game in, in the olympic stadium if there's there's only maybe if there's a this track and field festival which is usually in September um, Easter, but usually they put the um, the matches like you know that Hertha has an away game then or two yeah. away games in a, in a row, so that they can use it without you know problems. But yeah, yeah. But if yeah no they they won't. Go to the to the to the uh, Friedrich Ludwig Jansport Park. Uh, interesting will be um, when they uh, don't get the license when they when when the license is away and they have to start in the fourth division. Um, I don't know. That that will be mm. really interesting. Yeah. Um, first, how many people will still go there? Mm. And um, the cost of renting the stadium. Could, yeah. could we have, could could we afford the rent playing in that league? Probably not. 
the the Senate has to no probably not probably not that's that's I think that's exactly the point um, because then we would have totally the, you know even the players we have now um, yeah they won't stay and they had to sell them I don't know then it would, it would be really really tough I don't mm. think actually it will happen somehow no. they will manage um, but you never know you never know. It, it sounds crazy to think of from from yeah. an English standpoint because I've never known that happen here, but I've seen it happen to 1860 Munich in in the not so distant past, yeah. and I think they, theirs was to go into the third league after losing the uh, the playoff. They were due to move to the Dritte Liga and then move to their regional Liga. That wasn't all that long ago, so it does happen, and and it is yeah. it is a fear because to drop to that level. And we're already losing. I mean, for me, this Vital League is going to be difficult when we lose yeah. our best players. Yeah. Yes. I don't well, know how at, we, we bounce back up. I think we're in this league for a couple of years. Yeah, well, look at 1860 were top club when mm-hmm. when I first started following Herter and uh, Energy Cottbus, for example. Mm-hmm. They're in the what we'd call the fourth division now, not even in yeah. the third division. Yeah, you know, it's it's these, yeah. it's not easy to get out of, is it? You know? No, and and those teams no. are down there, and then Freiburg's second team have just finished second in the third league, but they can't yeah. come up any higher. So the the mighty can fall and have it, it happens. It happens everywhere. Yeah, mm. I suppose we need to start talking about some some positive some news. <laughs> well, we might get a license. <laughs> we've, we've established what we've established. Is that Hertha is a very resilient club? <laughs> yes, has gone, gone through a checkered history. I mean, we had this, still we survived. Had, yeah. We had the, the situation um, in the in the 80s when Hertha was in the in the third division back then, and the third division in the 80s was um, called the Berliner Oberliga, which were, which meant that they were playing only in West Berlin. Wow, and they're playing. Only West Berlin. It was really, you know, on little grounds, on really little grounds, mm. and they they had their home matches not in the Olympic Stadium, of course, but um, in the Poststadion. Yeah. You have been there, Mark. Yeah. And um, back then it was even a little bit bigger. Now it's, you know, you know, it's 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 uh, the wood, <laughs> the forest on one side, and yeah. on the other side, it's, it's I mean, it's a beautiful little stadium, but it's a little stadium. Yeah. Who would they have played then? Because obviously the wall was up at that point, so it would have been Victoria Berlin, Tennis Borussia. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, think Gatoa, um, SC Gato and SC Siemensstadt. I mean, they also changed, but these teams like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was wow. only West Berlin teams. And Hatta, of course, um, dominated the league. Mm. And in the end, they had this, um, it was called Aufstiegsrunde. So there were, um, I think it was five clubs from all over Germany. And they had this little tournament uh, with home and away matches. So it was like four, like eight eight games. And I think the first two teams um, promoted to the second Bundesliga. And in the first year, Hatta. Uh, the very last day, they um, had only, I think they lost. They lost to one club, and so they had to play another uh, year in the in the uh, amateur Oberliga. And then the next year, then they made it finally in 1988 to go, come back to the second division. And yeah, that was. I mean, people who attended these games 
I think the big biggest games were actually against Tennis Borussia, like this was the old derby, and um, Turkimspor, which was a Turkish um, club, mm -hmm. still exists. And uh, back then they were quite successful. And um, there was the biggest, biggest um, matches, but all the, all the others, yeah. Anyway, so, and the people who are, yeah, went there, they, you know, it's like, oh, have you been there? It's, you know, it's like talking from the old days and it was one of the greatest <laughs> things you can tell. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was so funny. You know, we could go with a tube to the away games and blah, 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 blah. Mm. But, um, well, it was it was okay um, to, to escape this uh, city league again, <laughs> mm. <laughs> to play at least in the ticket division. And then, of course, Bundesliga, huh? you want to play the best you can achieve huh well that's the worry if we were to not get the license it's not quite a regional Berlin league but to move into that regional league in Nordos it's yeah. still within what about an hour and a half radius all, all the teams that you'd be playing it's more or less the uh, um the, the, like the Brandenburg ex, uh, area east germany. it's east mm. germany yeah so it will be um yeah, yeah, BFC. And it's more of Luxembourg. a four-round radius, I think. Yeah. 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 And um, Chemnitzer FC, yeah. Sachsen Leipzig. Um, yeah, because yeah, th those teams struggled after uh, reunification, just based yeah. on how they were run and who was running them financially. Right, right. Well, let's work on the basis. Everything becomes okay. You know, yeah. we get through. <laughs> yeah. And. I per, my gut feeling is that, or, or I suppose the optimist in me is not hoping for an immediate return. I think that's unrealistic. But I think if if we have any benefit from relegation, it is the idea of resetting and, and starting again and building something. Because actually, that's that's uh, we haven't got any financial power. It would seem probably even less than we think we've got at the moment, given all the conversations we're having about the license and investment and so on. So you're, in my head, we're looking at relegation, finish mid-table next season with a, a good group of grounded young players and maybe a couple of experienced pros, and mm -hmm. then hopefully kick on from there, as they say. Hopefully, yeah. you know... A real chance yeah. for Dardai to prove himself again as a, a good manager as well, I think, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no, my hopeless that. optimism, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I agree. I think it would. it's great to be in a Bundesliga. That's the ultimate goal. But if we were to bounce back up, knowing that's a team without Toussaint, without Luca Bacchio, we're just going to drop back down in all likelihoods. And then you're back just being a yo-yo club. I think we need potentially a little prolonged period there just to, to build, bring the youth through, um, some smart signings. You know, we've mentioned Union and how great they've done since coming up. They mm. don't spend an awful lot of money. I know they've made some bigger signings this year. Other teams do it as well. I think the scouting needs to be better to see who we pick up. We've lost mm. a lot of quality youngsters in the last couple of years. In the second tier, maybe we can give them a chance if mm. they were not Bundesliga ready and then they've left to join other academies. They might mm. get a chance or a run in the side. So I, mm. I, I think we might be looking at three, four seasons just, just to rebuild, slow and steady, and then come back and try and mm. be a force or at least mainstays in the Bundesliga. Mm. 
I mean, as a matter of fact, uh, you, you you can recover better in the first uh, Bundesliga, and maybe Triple Seven. They have these. They have not only Hertha. They have these other teams, and I don't know if it's possible or somehow. But I think you know they have this network. And maybe mm-hmm. they they are trying to get some of the good players to yeah. to join Hertha for at least mm-hmm. for 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 a season. That's, uh, that's why we're hoping they don't invest in Everton. Yeah. <laughs> I it, it already looks like it's not happening. I'll talk to you about that off, uh, yeah, off record. So. But um, yeah, we, we've touched on it on a WhatsApp group as well. It would have been a multi-club system and Seville have just won the Europa League who, who were part owned by 777. I think there's a chance, you know, the same for Hertha as well. For some of the lesser teams that they're involved in, like Melbourne Victory, um, you know they can send players out there. Hertz had some amazing Brazilians over the years: Rafael, Ronnie, um, Alex Alves, Marcelino. There's, there's, you know, there's a chance maybe there with Vasco da Gama. You know, are there any good youngsters that are there that yeah. can get some yeah. valuable European experience just while a Hertz? Yeah. You know, they may not stay with us, but can help yeah. us kick on and move forward. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, so it's really yeah. It's, it's all, it's all positive. For, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll get a season ticket anyway. So <laughs> yeah, we'll be there for sure. I think um, just interested to see where the pre-season friendlies will be now. Yeah. See if we can get a little trip going. If, uh... Trip and costs money, so I think um, this. Yeah. This season or pre-season um, will mainly take place here in the area, I guess. Yeah. And they they won't go to to the US for sure. I I don't think so. Yeah. Not after last. Not after the Christmas. Oh, yeah. Didn't work out well. <laughs> did it? Really wonder me. And and if if it would be you know, uh, someone had to sponsor it fully, like Triple Seven or one of their, I don't know, finances and um, peep, yeah. Yeah, they will stay in the area, and it, why not? You know, they have to. And yeah. Haber, Haber always did it when they when they got uh, relegated. You know, to to show the people we are back to earth. We are back to you know, um, making a little trip to each um, uh, bezirk of Berlin. You know, yeah. from from the east to the west, to the north to the south, and Brandenburg, and yeah, just to say hi. We are still here, and um, we are here for you, and we hope you are with us in the future. So, yeah, yes. that will be the yeah, and that's probably a good thing, like yeah. to start building that sense of community again and all of that. Yeah, they do it with a lot of the merchandise. Yeah. I like, I like when they bring the t-shirts out with the different districts on. For the people yeah. who support the club from that area, because I've not seen that with any other clubs, so I, I do like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I should say like that. I'm sure they won't be listening to this in a million years, but <laughs> I spent I spent uh, when I went to watch that reserve game a couple of weeks ago. Yes. Um, Lichtenberg, the, huh? Yeah, yeah, uh, Lichtenberg. That's right. And uh, I I spent it with uh, a group from the uh, Marzane. Yeah. Uh, bank, bank club. <laughs> they yeah. were crazy and they were funny <laughs> and they were so welcoming it was brilliant that's <laughs> such a great day like, for, like that, 
that best, was away was best 12 it? euros i've spent in a long time you know it was, was that, great was that an away day Mark? yeah it was two all a two yeah. all uh draw See, away that's the one one ground i've been to in berlin other than hertz is to watch a game yeah right in the shadow of the uh, stasi yeah, the offices. HQ. Yeah, yeah, it was very. There was just a lot of grey square high-rise blocks everywhere. There was <laughs> yeah. there was nothing pretty about the area. Um, yeah, and grass throat growing over the uh, over the stands. It felt yeah. very green. It was hard to see where the pitch started and the <laughs> the, the ground yeah. ended. So yeah, if uh, if we get if we do go on a little local tour of Berlin uh, 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 neighbourhoods, then why not? <laughs> it'll be a good day out if nothing else yeah. so with that i'd like to thank you both i'd certainly like to thank alex's expertise and his uh, mm-hmm. historical knowledge of the club <laughs> i think that uh, we probably lacked at times uh, um here in the uk so it's great to hear all of that and uh, mike uh, great as ever uh, so do uh, uh, look out for our social media over the summer and hopefully mike's going to write a few blogs and we can uh, establish if he's the voice of the mercy or not by yeah. by that time. So I yeah. was going to do one on John Joe Kenny, but he looks like he's on his way now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hold hold your pen. Yeah. Great. Thanks Will very do. much, everyone.